This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And the question are we kneeling right now or standing? You don't know. The Tonight Show Band is our national anthem. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A third option, Jack. A third option is our general manager. We're all discussing the NFL, the dealings, the sittings. The standings, the tweetings, the trumpings, the responses, the, the, the warriors, the rest of it. Here's a third option. Do you sit, do you stand, or do you go to hell? They can all go to hell! All of you go to hell! Trump, go to hell! Sit Get the hell out of here! Real and play every, all of you go to hell! I'm tired of every, just shut up! Shut up! My wife more or less said that last night, and I said, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. I think mm. I, I think I have to, but I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just I'm just tired of it. Just fatigued by it. Just, eh. <laughs> That's my response. Eh. <laughs> I understand that, Jack, and I sympathize with you. On the other hand, I come today laden with a number of penetrating insights I'd like to share with the audience. You're laden with insights. Penetrating insights. Wow. That's right. So the whole go to hell thing was just a... Oh, no, I I meant that. I meant that 100%. But you are laden with insights. Well, I got a contract, (laughs) so I got to do a talk radio show. Uh So I'm laden with penetrating insights. So stay here to be penetrated. Boy, and then I just heard the top of the hour news uh, from CBS. I saw that, and crime, violent crime is up quite a bit. I thought, oh, boy, boy, add that to the stew of everything that's going on in American divisions. Violent crime going up, and see uh, see where that gets us. I do enjoy stew. Ooh, boy. You know what we're going to do? Study the world! Yeah. Study the world! Don't ignore it! And let's study that world! Study it! <laughs> yeah, study the world. Modern life is so tiring. Oh, I'm telling you. It's just tiring. I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling leaders. How are you this morning, Mike? Good. Yesterday would have been hard for a child, to, a small child to understand what you're supposed to do during the National Anthem because I saw people joining arms together. I saw people standing, people sitting, people squatting. I don't know what to do anymore during the National Anthem. Well, I have kids and don't watch the football, and my, 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 my day was like a tweet I saw at our account. As long as the dogs from Puppy Patrol don't kneel, I'm okay today. So that's the way I was, too. As long as Puppy Patrol doesn't kneel, everything's fine. Uh, there's uh, Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Yeah, I solved this uh, this nation's statue confederate crisis by just decreeing that we don't deserve... Nobody gets statues anymore. Not for, right. not for anybody. No statues. Nobody gets statues. <laughs> I'm thinking about extending that precedent to flags. I don't know. That one's a little bit harder for me to make a good argument for. But I'm close. I'm close to just saying, uh, not, fine, nobody gets flags. You're not a society that can have statues or flags. You yes. fight over them. That's like I do with my kids. Then nobody's going to play with this toy, and I put it on top of the refrigerator where they can't reach it. This is why we can't have nice statues. <laughs> no, all of America, go to your room. Give me that flag. None of you are playing with it. Quick. 
There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? I said on Friday I was going to uh, wear sleeper socks and see if they actually did uh, put me down faster. And put let me, you down? And let me sleep sounder. <laughs> Marshall had to be put down over the weekend. <laughs> and I will I will tell you, gentlemen, uh, they work. I mean, I put the sleeper really? socks on, and it I, I fell asleep at least 15% uh, faster. <laughs> I question your methodology. Um, one, one question is, now, were these socks specifically marketed as sleeping socks or did you just put on some some new socks i could say they were specifically okay. marketed as no, sleeper socks. Socks. yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell, the, tell the truth uh no they were they were nice warm heavy duty socks there you go, there you okay. go. yeah 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 but just 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 to paint a picture for the listener what else were you wearing as you slept <laughs> I, uh, Along with your socks. Anything? I, no, I was wearing sleeping garb. There you go. I, yeah, you know, I had my pajamas. Like pointed, like tired witch's hat, kind had, of sleeping cap I, I sort of things. The, yeah, I had that, and I had the uh, the blindfold, you know, the uh, so you, you, <laughs> right. you, you can sleep my even s- more soundly. My son has both of those because he wanted them, so <laughs> Laura sewed him up one of those sleeping caps that bends right. over the top that he wears. Right. And, <laughs> oh, very cool. Got the wee willy winky look yeah. going. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. friends yeah. of uh, traditional... Uh, nursery rhymes. <laughs> really likes it. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, fun day, September 25th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin now officially according to FCC rules and regulations. The show commences at Mark. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners, when somebody disrespects our flag, to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired. He's fired! As you heard the boos. Grumbles of disapproval and boos. As you heard the boos rain down as Mingling all of America. with shouts of anger. <laughs> <laughs> or just like joy. Nothing but joy there. No. You know, I hadn't even heard until this morning that he dropped a little rocket man on Kim Jong-un. Yes. Rocket man, little rocket man. We'll have to play that for you later. It's funny that the whole NFL thing completely obscured the modern Cuban missile crisis that's going on. In the background of other stuff. The three-dimensional chess advocates say that was the plan all along. Could be. Could be. It certainly worked if it was the plan. North Korea was a big story for like three whole days. I'm bored. Yeah, I'm not sure the little fathead with the H-bomb is bored with it. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, I had the protests continue, as do President Trump's denunciations. We've got soaring college tuitions, paying for millions of dollars in expenses... That are surprising everyone. Where's the money going? We'll get into that. More proof that cleaning your house can add years to your life. Coming up, 635 Armstrong and Giddy. I've been telling people where that money's been going for a decade, but I'm anxious to hear your take, Marshall. What? Uh, I had a question. What was I? I filled it out of my mind. Oh, there's more tweets from the president this morning, correct? Correct. The mundo. Yeah. We oh, have and, and more. Oh, no. And I'm more, sure that'll help. Yes. And more on the football thing. Yes. So this would be four days in a row? Indeed. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. He's commented on the football thing. Hmm. Maybe it is a strategy of some sort. We'll discuss all this coming up. Remember our text line if you need to vent. 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So NASCAR owners have come out and threatened to fire drivers, crew members who protest the national anthem. That's where NASCAR owners are on the whole story. Slightly different demographic. Yeah, I'd say that's just resonating with their... Their uh, audience, customers, plainly. Much more, much, much more on the great controversy over the weekend. You're laden with what? 
perspective? Uh, penetrating insights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned awesome. for the old P.I.'s mailbag. <laughs> so, uh, mailbag is so good today. Including some amateur shower thoughts. I was uh, really determined to keep the shower sh- thoughts short, but there's so many really good ones. Uh, I don't know. We'll just uh, wing it. First of all, an amateur shower thought from Brenda. Reverse the first two letters of nuclear, and you get unclear. Wow, that is really interesting and revealing, Brenda. You're a real Omron. That means uh, deep thinker. That's Sanskrit (laughs) for deep thinker. Uh, Bridget, another beloved female fag with an amateur shower thought. Here's my first attempt to be gentle, she says. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck and probably some fecal matter. (laughs) That one dedicated to the great Marshall Phillips. One of my kids put a quarter in his mouth over the weekend, and I had to explain to him how money is about as dirty as anything could be. Well, his immune system just got a big old boost. Uh, KSOTP keeps slathering on that Purell. That is Bridget. Nice job. After describing what, uh, what, uh, what a quarter goes through. Oh boy! Um, I don't think he'll put it in his mouth again. Oh yeah, it's well, it's it's a uh, three-term equation: quarter plus fingers plus everything fingers ever touch. My equals uck. I haven't had money in my mouth in a long time, but my memory is it doesn't taste that good. You've had money in your g-string as recently as this weekend. <laughs> your your side hustle. But my money, I don't remember it tasting that good. So <laughs> no, corrects no. itself. It's not like they taste delicious, and you have to fight to keep quarters out of your mouth. <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> suck in a quarter point. all day long, but I hear it's not good for me. Tastes like an after dinner mint. It's just <laughs> delicious. Here are your official weekly shower thoughts, as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. Uh, fabulous, Rich. Thank you. The problem with modern medicine is that instead of extending our youth, it extends our old age. Yeah, I hate to be a pain in the ass, but that's where you come in. Diet, exercise, that's how you extend your youth. Well, yeah, but... Well, yeah, the, what do you mean, well, yeah? Still the point. It's not like you get... That's you, a penetrating insight. It's not like you get another year of being 25 when you tack one on at the end. No, no, no. No, you do get a few more years of being 55, though, mm. which is better than, you know, 85. Uh, as, uh, tell me if you agree with this one. Everybody, everybody listening... Could you share this? As much as I use my smartphone, I don't think I've ever seen it in any of my dreams. Hmm. Now, I do remember a substantial number of my dreams, unlike Jack, whose mind is a blank, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, I don't recall ever having a dream that included a smartphone. Hmm. Well, technically true. I've had a dream where I can't find my phone. Oh, really? That that definitely counts as, as having one. Yeah, interesting. I just wondered how universal that is. Uh, in the year 2017, any place that charges a convenience fee to pay bills online is just an a-hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Convenience Trump. fees and restocking fees are just scams. Oh, it's like the ticket. Uh, well, the restocking fee is we take returns, but we're going to take a little chunk out here. Right, because I've thought before, how about, since I, it's on the shelf right over there, how about I walk it over and put it back on the shelf? Does that uh, save yeah. me 50 bucks? <laughs> no. Well, that's like the convenience fee and the service charge for a ticket, uh, like a concert ticket. Just we just got to get hit. Look, the price is the final price, and and you just got to make a buying decision. I I get so mad of the the, the service charge and the um and the, the whatever those idiot fees are handling called. fees. Yeah, it's just such a scam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 
Processing fee is different than the handling fee. What the F? <laughs> yeah. I like this one. Charging $99 for a $15 case of water is considered price gouging. But charging $800 for an $8 bag of saline is considered health care. Mm. Mm. Boy, health care. Yeah. Another story that got lost to a great extent over the week. And, of course, part of that is McCain saying no kind of ended it. But Yeah. Plus, it's just so phony and fake and tiresome. But. Phony, fake, and tiresome. There's a lot of that going on. Snapchat's slogan is, life is better when you live in the moment. But the app encourages users to record everything that happens to them instead of just experiencing it. True. And finally, this this is probably my favorite. If your favorite band or favorite athlete or favorite actor visits you in the hospital, odds are you're doomed. No kidding. <laughs> You're in the hospital. You know, I'm feeling a lot better today, honey. I'm really <clears throat> feel like I'm bouncing back. Well, well, we we have a surprise for you. Your favorite baseball player of all time is here. What? Whoa! Wait a minute. Why? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Joe Montana walks into You're my. You're very brave. You're very very. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. What are you talking about? <laughs> Joe Montana walks into my hospital room. I think I I didn't realize. I thought I was better than that. <laughs> You're due. Why didn't somebody tell me? Wasn't I getting better? I thought <laughs> all you nurses seem to be very encouraging. That's hilarious. I'm going to throw a touchdown pass for you this Sunday, but Joe. I'm no, fine. don't. Don't bother. <laughs> I, I feel, Jesus, get the doctor here. <laughs> so if I go in and get my tonsils removed, and then I wake up and Joe Montana's by my bed, there I know go. it's gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. Joe Montana would stand for the national anthem. How do you like that? Huh? How's that just throwing... You just politicized mailbag! <laughs> How's that for throwing a grenade in the middle of the room and walking out? <laughs> wow. Like a... You know what in a crowded elevator. <laughs> um, you know, look at this. As At your, our earliest convenience, we got to change our TV monitors because some moron over the weekend changed them from the mm. news channels to God knows what. And a lady with big boobs over here is trying Cheat. to get me to understand my dish remote control. And some lady with big boobs over there is trying to get me to die. I don't even know what. Somebody on this television put it on the dish channel. Who's watching the dish channel? <laughs> Of all the things you could watch while you're sitting here doing whatever you do over the weekend, the Dish Channel? I just, I don't know where to find movies. <laughs> where are they? Uh, moving along. Ah, you know, it's funny, the timing of this. Uh, Roger in beautiful Liberty Lake, Washington writes, I hate how every single thing is being politicized these days. In protest, I'm taking a knee during mailbag. There you go. <laughs> beautiful, Roger. Beautiful. Michelangelo and I are linked arm in arm. Because we're good Americans. You knew we were, we were going to get to this eventually. We aren't a serious country, writes Ryan. Dear Big Freedom and Old Simple Jack, you'd think we aren't a country. $20 trillion in the hole and on the brink of nuclear war to spend an entire weekend arguing about kneeling during football games. Uh, Ryan from Houston. Then uh, kind of uh, stealing a note from your uh, guitar solo, Jack. Just thankful Sir Topham Hat and Paw Patrol didn't kneel. It's easier for me to say goodbye to the NFL than my son to say goodbye to Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Yeah, yes, somebody wrote in a column yesterday, of course, we all remember during the Cuban Missile Crisis when John F. Kennedy got all worked about about men's tennis. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, the olden days? Yeah, yeah, you know what, sweetheart? There are, uh, there are times. Uh, I'm done, writes Brad. I've watched every Super Bowl from 1967 to 2016. I was on the waiting list for Broncos season tickets for two years. I was part of the crowd that got to throw huge snowballs from the south stands at the Raiders at halftime. I was chronicled by Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football for falling backward for, there's a typo here, 
for two sections get caught. Mm. I know my quitting won't make a difference, but it makes me sad for the direction our country's going in. I'll never watch an NFL game again. I'm mostly an observer on this issue, while you've got profound insights or something later. Penetrating insights, Jack. I'm um, laden with them. But it's going to be interesting to see what the ratings end up being, especially next week. There could have been a lot of tune-in yesterday to see what was going to happen. But I wonder next week what the ratings will be. Somebody will organize a widespread boycott. Don't watch. It'll probably I be think uh, the president up to full speed. <laughs> I think the president of the United States is trying to do that. I think it will be up to full speed by this afternoon. You'll hear about it. There will be hashtags and, and meetings and the rest of it. But then a certain number of people who may never never watch are gonna gonna tune in to try to show support. So who knows where it'll end up. Why do they run sometimes and pass sometimes? Make why, up your mind. Why do they? <laughs> they're not even trying. <laughs> Why do some of the men run that way? Why are the the ball is over here? Let's see. Scott from Pleasant Hill is fired up. Um, I turned into the turn turned on NFL on CBS. Was met with the black host who told me I didn't understand black issues. And if I I agree with our president, then I am divisive and hurtful to our country. I then get Pete Carroll telling me he and the Seahawks disagree with my president and that they will be f- the front runner in pushing a politically correct agenda. Go progressives! Beat the conservatives! So much for a little escapism on a Sunday morning. Yeah, I can't wait to take in some of the stuff. I know Sean's compiled a bunch of comments from uh, players, coaches, et cetera, et cetera. But the most recent polls had the majority of people in uh, against players kneeling. So if the NFL didn't uh, reflect that giant chunk of people, mm-hmm. that could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. all right, more on that. More of the penetrating insights. Yes, oh, Sean? So just some, Kaepernick started kneeling in Obama's term in office this wasn't about a republican president kneeling against that it just happened to right it's become that well yes my trump went ahead and stepped in it now it is about that yeah uh james woods the great actor tweeting liberals applaud spoiled nfl millionaires sitting on their asses during the national anthem while berkeley cancels free speech week irony well i tell you what we have uh, some specific and uh, and really powerful exhibits on this principle the left has bred a monster the angry, violent far left now is controlling the progressive agenda in some places at some times. And unless they rein that monster in, it will grow. And, you know, Bernie's part of it, although he is a more genteel, gentlemanly aspect of it. Certainly the Antifa lunatics are a big part of it. And we've got some unbelievable video, well, audio for you uh, coming up in a bit. And then finally this, Jack, uh, for when you discovered... Your son, you woke up in the wee hours of the morning, pushed the bathroom door open. You asked your son what he was doing in the bathroom. He said, hiding. I did this, too, when I was a kid, writes Wendy in Atlanta. We already have a national show. I'd wake up early and be terrified to walk around the silent, dark house by myself. So I'd hide somewhere safe until my parents or siblings woke up. Once they were awake, the scary house became home again, and I could start playing. Now we leave all the lights on. Might not be Henry's situation, but your story sure brought back memories for me. Yeah, all our lights are already on. Although lonely, lonely, empty house is scary. Creaks. Doesn't seem to bother him as long as the lights are on. Ah. He was looking for candy is why he was up. Ah. Ah, Down to the bottom of it. Wow. So the investigation was advanced over the weekend. He's very forthcoming with these things. If you just ask him, he'll tell you. Ah. I was looking for candy and I couldn't find any. Ah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not gonna. Don't waste your time. Sometimes he does. (laughs) And then you find a pile of wrappers somewhere. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Um, so Marshall's got his news coming up, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, maybe fortunately for the world of talk radio, there's plenty to talk about because the president's tweet again this morning on the important issue of the NFL. He tweeted, well, he's also tweeted about North Korea a little over the weekend. The North Korean fathead responded, of course. Oh, boy. As one texter said, we have two very easily butthurt people going back and forth on this uh, this whole thing. You imagine FDR and Hitler going back and forth like this? Nice stash, idiot. Says you, Limpy. Why don't you limp on over the, to the wow. fireplace and give another fireside chat? Wow. Wow. Says you. What's up with your salute? Grow an elbow, idiot. You have to get special pants made when you have one ball? That's what I'd have said if I was FDR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm not a fan of Hitler. So it looks like we got one of the Wall Street Journal reporters that just got back from North Korea. Oh, yes. A place few people get to travel and uh, got to you know walk around there and, and do whatever the government allows you to do. So we'll right. talk to him a little bit later in the show. And then, of course, we've got the crisis that is Neil Gator, NFL something or other. I quit watching the NFL a couple of years ago, so I feel yeah. like I'm uh, you know uh, ahead of the curve on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got tired of it for different reasons, but it's going to be really interesting to see where the ratings go on this, and if the president gets to crow about that a couple of weeks from now. Anyway, right. let's get. I them. have strong, strong statements to make, Jack. Oh, I know and you penetrating do. I know insights. You do. Yes, I will. I will please and anger everyone. I have no insights, only observations. Hmm. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. As you mentioned, we've now moved into day four of our latest national controversy with President Trump standing by his criticism of NFL players who kneel during the national anthem. Trump sending out a trio of pre-dawn tweets. The issue of kneeling has nothing to do with race. It is about respect for our country, flag, and national anthem. NFL must respect this. Second tweet, many people booed the players who kneeled yesterday, which was a small percentage of total. These are fans who demand respect for our flag. And in the third tweet, so proud of NASCAR and its supporters and fans, they won't put up with disrespecting our country or our flag. They said it loud and clear. This after some of the NASCAR owners threatened to fire drivers who don't stand for the anthem. So sucky if you're a, like, second-string offensive lineman. Your dream to play in the NFL. You're just hoping to get, you know, a three-year deal maybe with the team. You make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. You live in an apartment with a couple other guys because you know this is going to be over soon and you're going to have to find a real job. Right. You don't want to get involved in this. You don't want to kneel or not kneel. You don't want to get called out for not kneeling and ask why. I don't know. I'm just showing up through the game hoping they call my number and I remember the plays. And that's what most of them would be, I'm guessing. Of uh, how many you have on out there? Fifty some players. I got most of them. Got to be thinking. I just want to play and get to keep playing in the NFL. And all this began during that campaign rally on Friday for Alabama's Senate race when Trump declared. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, "Get that son of a bitch off the field right now!" Out. He's fired. He's fired. Once again, you hear the anger from the crowd. Obviously, quickly turned on the president. Uh, it's just, you know, it shows that for, for that crowd, but they, they love that. 
Yeah. About half the country does. Maybe more. I don't know. We'll wait till the polls come out. Meanwhile, first... and, and a significant amount of the country hates it. Absolutely oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No hates doubt. it. No doubt. But if you took in the media over the weekend, you would think it's one of those 90-10 stories. Absolutely. Meanwhile, President Trump uh, made a new Twitter threat against North Korea on Saturday in response to comments that were made uh, earlier in the day by the North's foreign minister at the U.N. General Assembly. The foreign minister calling Trump, quote, a mentally deranged person full of megalomania and complacency. He also went on to threaten, due to his lacking of basic common knowledge and proper sentiment, he you tried... You know, I'm sorry. That's an odd insult. You're a megalomaniac, <laughs> and you're complacent. I'm complacent? It's got to be the translation, right? It must yeah. be. Yeah. He went on to say, due to his lacking of basic common knowledge and proper sentiment, he tried to insult the supreme dignity of my country by referring to it as a rocket. By doing so, however, he committed an irreversible mistake of making our rockets visit to the entire U.S. mainland inevitable all the more. Well, that's a direct threat of attack. All right. Great. Trump tweeting back. Ask him what he thinks of the NFL thing. (laughs) Hey, fat Ed. Trump tweeting back. He couldn't kneel. He'd split out his pants. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fat guy, you see. Uh, Trump tweeted later. (laughs) Later Saturday in return. Just heard Foreign Minister of North Korea speak at UN. If he echoes thoughts of Little Rocket Man, they won't be around much longer. So, yeah, we got to play the Little Rocket Man thing. Do we have that? Did we come up with that? I want to hear it. Yeah, because that's uh, that's, that's something. Um, And I heard somebody ask. I'm not really bothered by Trump's approach on North Korea for the most part. There's a few things I would have left out, maybe tweet or comment wise. But you got to wonder, is is there a strategy session where they're discussing this sort of thing? And we can't have madmen out there shooting rockets all over the place. And by the way, Rocket Man should have been handled a long time ago. Little Rocket Man. So, I mean, he and General, General Kelly and McMaster and uh, Mattis, are they dis- discussing this and thinking, I think calling him Little Rocket Man is the best way to psychologically, are they are they talking about this or is he just going and doing his thing? I would guess it's the latter. <laughs> I don't know. Little Rocket Man. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows how that translates? And in a right. culture where, you know, people get uh, fighting mad over various slights. Right. You know. Yeah, I just, here's what we do. We insult him in public over and over again till he comes to the table. I, mean, I, just, I don't know how that's supposed to work. I don't, I don't follow it. I don't follow the logic. Well, he comes to the table, all right. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, there he is, Michael. He's the new Chris Christie. The lighter side. <laughs> and it turns out doing 30 minutes of housework five days a week can slash your risk of early death. Housework is exercise. Researchers tracked over 130,000 people in various countries. They found those who did any kind of exercise for 150 minutes a week cut their risk of early death by 31%. It's amazing how much better off you are with just, like, people. you can go to the gym and get your heart rate up to 250 for nine hours if you want to. But if you get even just a little bit of exercise, Mm -hmm. you're so much better off than none. Yeah, so much better off. They're talking it's, about how washing windows, making beds, vacuuming will all burn up a ton of calories. It's similar to the comparison you make, how some money is so much more than no money. <laughs> yes. It's that way in exercise, too. Just that first little little bit does so much. Rather than just being completely sedentary. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. All right. It's time. 
It's time to kick off our coverage of the controversy that's torn America in two. Is it your penetrating insights we have to look for? Sure, I'll unleash at least a couple of them. (laughs) We'll play a little montage of some of the things that were said and done over the weekend. There are different uh, ways that the NFL teams handled it. And we will salute the greatest man in America, Alejandro Villanueva. Does that fit into this story? It does indeed. Interesting. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. No, it wasn't my decision. Um, Like most teams in the National Football League, uh, we didn't ask for this. Um, this was, was placed upon us by circumstance. Um, I heard rumblings of guys talking uh, during the course of the day yesterday. My contention was um, that we will not allow politics to divide us with football players, with football team. We have multiple people that have, that have family members that serve our country, and we never want to take anything away from them. You know, we never want to turn our back on our military. But there was a stand made by multiple people multiple teams, and, you know, we all want to stick together through this. First and foremost, we hate that people's going to see it as that we don't respect the military and the men and women that are way braver than us that go and put their life on the line uh, every day uh, for us to have the right to play football. Um, and we know people are going to see it that way. And, you know, guys have family members, fathers, Mothers, brothers, sisters. So uh, that's uh, kind of a cavalcade, a a sampling of NFL players and coaches commenting on the thing. Different opinions. As was obvious, if you watched some of the pregames yesterday, as I did, some guys standing, some teams linking arms to show their solidarity with each other in the face of, I don't know, Trumpiness or something. A lot of guys standing in the greatest man in America, Alejandro Villanueva, who we'll talk about after the news. Um Maybe you know the story. You ought to know the whole story. I just, I have a new hero. Stay tuned for that. So, listen, the whole NFL players at Nealon Are these the penetrating insights? No. Oh, my God, no. Okay. No. I just you'll you'll sh- know them when they come. I plan to sit down when you start with the penetrating insights. Reminds me of back in 03 when we went after Saddam. You remember those were good times. Everybody was united. And, and we kept watching the news, and there'd be an explosion here, an explosion there. We'd say, is this shock and awe? Is this shock and awe? This can't be shocking all. You'll know when my penetrating insights mm. have begun. Mm. Penetrating insight number one. I, I realized over the weekend I've gotten a little out of touch with Mr. and Mrs. America. And here, here's what I mean. We have this forum. We've been talking about Colin Kaepernick and his, his kneeling and his, his legitimate ideas and his stupidity. His cops equal pigs socks. Oh, I'd and, forgotten about those. And is leaping to the judgment that every every black criminal who gets into it with the cops is innocent, and the cop is necessarily a bad guy, knee-jerk stupidity. On the other hand, police brutality is a horror for a free society, and everybody ought to be against it, and, and, and I have no problem with people standing up against it, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of salty to the issue. But we've talked through this stuff so much. And we have this voice, we have this radio show that's heard by the hundreds of thousands. I wish it was millions. Anyway, um, Mr. and Mrs. I Love America, I can't believe somebody kneeled during the national anthem, haven't been able to express that except to their friends. And it's frustrating and it makes them mad. And it's dragging politics into football and they resent it. And then the president 
who I think is is a adolescent idiot a lot. I, I'm going to anger everybody with my penetrating insights. Handy. Then we'll I, have zero listeners, and I'll just head on home and try to figure out how I'm going to make my house payment. I, I can't figure out why in the name of God he, he jumped into this in the way he did. I, you I don't want, understand the chess game he's playing. How many dimensions? That's my question. <laughs> Maybe four or five. Oh, that's a lot of dimensions. I have no idea why he did this. I really don't. I don't. Because from my point of view, you know, the question is, is this going to make tax reform more likely to get Democrat votes or less likely well, to get Democrat Well, let's start with the votes? current one. Is it going to be more likely to help you get senators for health care this week or less right. likely? Is it going to make it more likely to really get the economy revved up and going so that y'all have good jobs and make more money and get raises and have two job, uh, job offers instead of none? Or is this going to make it harder? So I'm just slapping my head. On the other hand, if you're the average American who sees these guys in their mind disrespecting the national anthem, bringing politics into their Sunday relaxation football, and just just making the whole thing ugly and divisive, and you've been wanting to yell at these players, stand up for the damn national anthem. Just because it's an imperfect country doesn't mean it's not the greatest country on earth that's trying as hard as it's, it can to live up to its principles. Stand up for the damn anthem. Not only did they have a voice expressing that for them, they had the President of the United States expressing that for them. Stand up! You don't like it? Get out! We'll find somebody else to fill your position. And that felt great. 100% unanimity. Everybody in real life I talk to. Now, I don't spend a lot of time you know, in, you know, in your super progressive places, um, admittedly. But in terms of the, the pure message... Stand up for the anthem or get the hell out. Everybody I talked to loved it. Everybody, all my friends who emailed me, everybody who texted me, everybody loved it. As I'm sitting there annoyed with Trump because I thought, oh my God, why do you, what? Now everybody's twice as angry at each other as they were. And I got to talk about this crap. And it, now, because everybody's trying as hard as they can to turn it racial, 100% racial. Now, if you say, well, the president's got a point, really, you're seen as being, like, on the racist side. You're probably all right. You're probably with the Klan. Oh, great, I thought. That's going to make Monday morning super fun for us. I thought it was damn interesting that the Twitter poll that you put up was almost exactly 50-50. Oh, yeah. Almost exactly 50-50 of whether it was, uh, you know, uh, give them hell or dumb and divisive. Yeah, you know, it's probably worth taking a quick look at Of our at that. audience, which is a certain sample set, but still yeah, 50-50. Exactly. We, uh, unlike a lot of idiots on, uh, you know, your uh, your cable news, et cetera, we don't claim that our internet polls are accurate. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Where's my poll? There it is. Uh, the president's comments read the NFL players and Steph Curry in the Warriors. Way to tell him, Mr. President. 46%. Dumb and divisive. 47%. Actually racist. As a lot of commentators are trying to portray it. 7%. Yeah. So now 50, that's a mere 1,200 votes. 50-50 split on that uh, question of should he have done it or not. No. Right. But there's there's a lot more to it. There, you, the, and the subtlety's lost when we're screaming at each other. But what are you going to do? Alejandro Villanueva, I love him, next. And some of your texts on the Armstrong and Getty Show.